Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back into the early line. Our number two right here on SportsGrid on this Friday morning. I am Kevin Walsh, joined by Donnie Wrightside, and we have a lot to get to here in our second hour. The NBA All-Star Weekend Preview will be tremendous. Donnie's lined up a pick six. I cannot wait to watch this play out. Donnie has spent... Donnie, what do you think you spent more time capping? This pick six or CONCACAF qualifying rounds there uh, for the soccer? I mean, what do you think you spent more time breaking down watching film on? Yeah, this is, this is going to be must-see TV on DRS's All-Star Weekend Breakdown and what he thinks is going to take place. So make sure you stay tuned. I'm not so sure. Like, we have one hour to go here in the show. I probably could go one hour on just breaking down these competitions. So I can't wait for this. We're going to speed through college basketball and do everything because we need to spend ample time on this very important All-Star Weekend in Cleveland. <sighs> I have to, I have to, uh, I think I have to ed- do some editing of Donnie's pick six, though. Some of it is just, it's a little too much there. Maybe we'll leave it, maybe not. We'll get some college basketball Gomez. for you as well on a, on, a, on a Friday. But I want to start with a couple of other NFL headlines here, and one that I find to be a tremendous piece of business. Some news out of green. I love this story. So the Green Bay Packers, obviously this offseason, sat there waiting on word about whether or not Aaron Rodgers is going to want to remain their quarterback. And in my eyes, Donnie, a move of desperation, maybe just trying to sweeten the pot, they hire 68-year-old Tom Clements to come back, a former offensive coordinator for Green Bay, as their quarterbacks coach. Why? Well, because Rodgers likes him. And that's about the only reason why. I mean, I, I, I don't know. He hasn't coached in the NFL in like two years, Donnie. But Tom Clemens back in Green Bay? Any read on this move? This is, this is getting interesting because here, let's take a look at Green Bay and you see sort of the mending of the fences last offseason where probably to me, Aaron Rodgers is going to stay a Green Bay Packer for the remainder of his career. But this offseason is starting to get topsy-turvy because now you're taking a look at Aaron Rodgers. He's a little bit uh, interesting guy to say the least. Doesn't really talk to his brother. Doesn't really talk to his family all that much. And also TMZ reports yesterday that Shailene Woodley, Woodley his actress uh, fiance, they have now split. So there's two ways you can read this. Scorched earth here for Aaron Rodgers where he goes nuts next year and throws 60 touchdown passes because he's only focused on football. Or 
Does he just tear it all down and say, yeah, Green Bay, that's great. I wanted to stay long enough so my guy Devontae Adams got a monstrous contract, but now I went out and I want to be traded here. Well, no, Aaron, we did everything you wanted in the offseason. What's it going to take? Jake Kumarau to come back to make sure that he's our third wide receiver and you can have fun with your buddies? This got interesting because the only thing here is Green Bay is just trying to be nice all the way through. Aaron Rodgers hasn't said for sure that he's coming back or even wants to come back, but they're doing everything to try to bridge that gap, including paying Aaron Rodgers maybe more money, paying Devontae Adams, using all your draft picks here on offense, and going out and maxing your contracts out with the salary cap to keep him happy. It would be very interesting to see if he does leave now, but... This type of move, is it a massive move? Probably not. But if you're looking for comfortability here with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, it's a great move for the Green Bay Packers to bring in his favorite quarterback coach back into the fold. I think it shows, Donnie, though, that there is some panic or just some, okay, we can't just sit here and trust that it's us because it might not be us. First, we bring the radio audience into the fold. Appreciate all those tuning in on Sports Grid Radio. This is the early line on a Friday morning. Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wright side here. And, Donnie, I do believe that Tom Clemens returning as a quarterback's coach for the Green Bay Packers is a move from Green Bay. Say, hey, man, whatever, whatever you want, we'll make it happen, which is one takeaway. And, again, that's what they should do. My second takeaway, though, Donnie, is that Aaron Rodgers might have the world's worst list of wants in the history of professional athletes. 68-year-old Tom Clements, a quarterback coach? Hey, go get me Randall Cobb. Oh, yeah, if I, if I ever fall in love with a Jake Kumarau, don't cut him. I mean, does this guy, like, understand what wins? Man? Like, they could have had Odell, Donnie. That didn't, like, ultimately work out. Goes to the Rams, wins a Super Bowl. Like, go back, look at the box score when they lost, you know, in the postseason uh, to the San Francisco 49ers about where, what wide receiver help they were getting outside of Devontae Adams. Answer, not a lot of it, Donnie, here. Like, the odd thing of it all is I genuinely still make the argument that Green Bay is not the best option for Rodgers. I don't even know if Rodgers knows, like, what actually would qualify as a good option for him if Tom Clements is going to move the needle. Yeah, you're right about it. And, but I guess it's just, again, we're not talking about the you know same mindset that maybe a Russell Wilson or a Tom Brady has. You know you can't really set Aaron Rodgers off because he will leave and probably now has the ability to leave. You're just trying to play nice and basically run the clock out on Aaron Rodgers going, well, now you can't leave, and here's what we're going to do upcoming for the 2022 <laughs> season. Got a long way to go in the offseason. You got the draft coming up, free agency. So things will shake out. But from the looks of it right now, Green Bay is probably on a pretty good path here to Aaron Rodgers staying for 2022. Green Bay currently 13-1 to to win the Super Bowl, a dollar behind the Rams as the top choice within that NFC. Same odds as the Dallas Cowboys. If they lost Aaron Rodgers, I believe those odds would tumble, tumble all the way down. Does he go anywhere other than Denver? Still a lot to play out this offseason. We'll talk college ball next year on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. 
the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let's do it, folks. We are live right here on a Friday. Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside looking for the value on a college basketball Friday. I'm sure a lot of folks are going to be involved with the college basketball board tonight as there are a couple of interesting games. It's very odd to me that there's never ranked teams in action on a Friday, but that's just sometimes how it works. Though two good teams from the A-10 will be playing VCU and Richmond Rams spiders light number here Donnie for VCU at home two and a half points this total checking in at 132 and a half what do you think about this big time a 10 matchup I love this matchup here you know you, you forget that Richmond and VCU are in the same town so this is a crosstown rivalry in the Siegel Center one of the better home court advantages in college basketball seats about maybe eight to ten thousand constantly sold out Virginia Commonwealth is a big university and certainly have a lot of passion behind it now let's take a look at what makes sense in this game overall because the one thing that we knew even back to the shock of smart days for VCU up tempo pressure full court madness and they do have a tendency to foul but that usually works in their favor you know as the old you know Rick Patino used to say this back at Louisville with that defense. Like, they're not going to call fouls each and every time down the court. They're just not going to happen. So we might be able to get away with some things. But there's 14 teams, Kevin, in the A-10. You know, there's 14th at fouling VCU. And that's typically where they end up each and every year because of their aggressiveness on full-court pressure. Now, some teams that can't handle the pressure, they're like vultures, VCU. They pick you off. They run up and down the court, very athletic, and they can beat you in that manner. Here's the issue. Richmond is one of those teams that we talk about in the A-10, similar to like St. Bonaventure. It seems like every single player is like 25 years old and in his sixth year in college. So that's a team that usually can handle pressure and certainly can. If you look at the statistics in the Atlantic 10 this year, number one in turnover defense, that's VCU. But you know who's number one in protecting the basketball in A-10 play? That is Richmond. So you have that head-to-head matchup. And I used to talk about this in the past, like Davidson, right? They'd be able to break the VCU pressure. If you have a team that can handle it, you can get into your offensive sets and get easy looks and easy layups along with wide-open jump shots. And I think that's going to take place tonight for Richmond. So if you look at VCU's offense, 14th in conference play at turning the basketball over, and Richmond is in the top five in conference play at helping turn you over. So even not even getting into the statistics, Kevin, like, can they shoot three-point shots? Can they chase you off yeah. the three-point line? I think this makes a lot of sense just right off the bat. You're saying one team is going to protect the basketball. The other team is a little bit flimsy with the ball. I'll take Richmond with the points in this battle of Richmond tonight here in the A-10. 
One quick note on this total. We've seen VCU play five consecutive overs and go over in six of their last seven games. On the other side, though, Richmond under in seven of their last eight. This total, kind of the midway point. Richmond's typically closer to that 140 range on their totals. VCU rarely getting above 130. So 132 and a half there, somewhat meeting in the middle there. It'll be interesting to watch that one play out again. A good battle between a couple of the best teams in the A-10. I want to shift it towards the Big Ten. Now listen, you want to talk about disappointments in college basketball. Like Michigan, right, for a lot of people, Donnie, would, would make that list. That team last night won at Iowa, and I almost put them at 80-1 to 1 in the back pocket to win a national championship mm -hmm. there, as that team has a good chance still to make the tournament with a lot of talent. Maryland, Donnie, started this season 21 in the country. Now, I know preseason AP rankings. I got you. They're 11-14, 3-11 in conference. Nebraska stinks out loud. 1-13 in conference. But this is one of those games that I got to imagine, you know, Terps fans preseason saying to themselves, man, we're playing Nebraska, no problem, as we make our way to the NCAA tournament here. Maryland against Nebraska, a two-point favorite only on the road with a total listed right now at 146. Yeah, this is a brutal basketball game, and you're right. A lot more expectations on Maryland entering in the season than as of Nebraska. But if we're looking at coming into the game, Maryland losers of five in a row. And how about Nebraska here? Losers of 16 of 18 games. Doesn't seem Ugh. to stop them from actually running up and down the court. One of the fastest tempo teams, Kevin, in the country. So you see that 146, and I think it makes sense. The reason being is neither one of these teams is great on offense. If you look at Nebraska, offensive efficiency, yeah, they go fast, but they're dead last in conference play at just being an efficient offense if we take a look at maryland they're ninth out of 14 teams but the one saving grace i guess we can say is maryland plays at a little slower tempo than nebraska does but if you're looking at two bad basketball teams sometimes you just get out there kevin and say why don't we just have some fun tonight on a friday night and just see what where the chips fall and that's probably what you're going to get why because nebraska 13th in conference play on deficient on defensive efficiency and then if we take a look at maryland they're 12th so if we get a quick tempo we just need some guys to make shots because also keep in mind defending the three-point shot not great on either side here look at nebraska's defense 13th out of 14 teams at defending the three and then if we take a look at maryland's defense they're 10th in conference play neither one of these teams exceptional on offense as we said but i think the tempo will be there and if we can get some shots to fall they should get over that 146 number tonight on a friday night out there in lincoln Late night over would not be bad to see. I will let you know right now, mm -hmm. the Terps on the season as a favorite against the spread, 2-8, and eight. abysmal. I will say, though, this obviously is money line operational at a minus 130 price there. Nebraska, the last time they were a home dog, plus one against Minnesota. They did win that game by 13. Perhaps Nebraska, a good chance to get their second Big Ten victory of the season of the season man that is just tough man. to be such so down the board there in your own conference last one here in the horizon donnie again for a lot of people that might say ah Oak oakland right state you take a look at the horizon between these two cleveland state northern kentucky someone's gonna make the ncaa tournament never a bad opportunity to provide yourself some context with these groups here oakland at home lays four Nice lofty total, 149. Thoughts on this game? 
Yeah, an interesting one here. It's going to be a pretty good battle. And also, when you're trying to get into some of these teams in the right direction, right? Lost two in a row here for Wright State. Oakland has won two in a row. But two good teams in the horizon, 12-6 and six and 11-4 and four between both of these teams in conference play. And you're right. So these teams, there's still a pathway to winning. You're not going to get the at-large bid, but you actually can get an auto bid by winning your conference championship here. If we're looking at Wright State here, very good offensively in conference play, Kevin. Number one overall in efficiency. And if we take a look at the three-point shot, they don't shoot it that much. There's 12. 12 teams in conference play, they're 12th at shooting it. However, Kevin, they are number two overall at making the three-point shot. Now, here's the interesting part, because if you're trying to match up and say, okay, Wright State doesn't shoot a lot of threes but makes a lot of threes, take a look at Oakland's defense, number one in conference play. 29% is what they give up from behind the arc. But also, they're 10th in the conference at letting you shoot the three. Isn't that kind of interesting where they play the best defense but still continuously letting you shoot the three-point shot? Some luck goes involved in that because typically, if you're giving up a lot of three-point shots, it means they're probably good looks and other teams are making them but haven't been making them against them at this point. Also, taking a look here when you're trying to bet totals in this game, a 149. The tempo should be there. Wright State's pretty fast, but I also like to add from the free throw line. But here's where the difference comes in. Oakland is number one in conference play, Kevin, at getting to the free throw line. But number two in conference play is Wright State on defense at not letting you shoot free throws. And then if we take a look at Oakland's defense, they're actually number one in conference play at not fouling. So maybe you don't get those tack-ons here that we typically like to see with the team that's going to be in the bonus or the double bonus midway through a first half or second half, slightly towards the under at 149 in this game for me last time they played it did go under the listed total some uh, interesting trends when you talk about Oakland at home now I don't know how this happens here but this is only going to be the third time that they will have been home in their last 11 games very odd to play eight of their last 10 on the road but when Oakland has been home this year six and one against the spread Wright State as a dog awful one and five against the number. It looks like a legitimate spot here to back Oakland. These teams already met. Wright State did win at home as a two-point home favorite. Won that game by 11. A legitimate chance to bounce back here for Oakland and get a big win in the horizon as they try and keep pace with Cleveland State. That one seed in the uh, tournament there still up for grabs. That's your college basketball preview up next. NBA All-Star Weekend. Keep it right here on the Early Line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. 
Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let's do it. The early line is live on a Friday. This All-Star Weekend, euphoria. How about that? A little, there you go. All right? It should be fun. Ooh, I'm very, wow. very excited, uh, Donnie, for the All-Star Weekend. I am distraught that the Rising Stars Challenge begins at 9 yeah. as opposed to 8 because it would be mm. tremendous to have you reacting to this format here. Yeah. This is where we will begin uh, all of the uh, previews and breakdown. We're going to hit all of the the, uh, the games, the tournaments, everything that they've got going on here. For the Rising Stars tournament, though, let me just set the table because <laughs> now, first of all, Donnie thought this was still East uh, rookies versus West rookies, yeah. which has not yeah. been the case for over 20 years, Donnie. Do you think you're going to be able to handle these tournament rules? I don't know, but I mean, but when I was you know, 1984, when I was still a young tyke, I was watching the rookie game, and it was East versus West. So I don't know where this is coming from now, where it's you know, yeah, four different teams in three different continents across you know seven globes. I don't know. Yeah. No, I remember, yeah, you were definitely watching it in 1984, yes. man. I remember uh, the rookie challenge yeah. established. In 1994, has another new format. I mean, this guy, man, he just says anything here. So here's the deal with this format, okay? 28 players, 12 rookies, 12 sophomores, four G League Ignite players will end up creating four teams of seven. They will each have their own coach, and that's how they're divided up there. Rick Barry, Gary Payton, Isaiah Thomas, James Worthy will be making up these teams and will be making up these rosters. It's a tournament format. The semifinal game will be played to 50, and then the final game will be played to 25. The total 75 points, NBA 75th anniversary. Obviously, they've been doing a lot of things that line up with that. It's Team Isaiah versus Team Worthy in the first round. Let's just begin there, Donnie, because with the way that this is obviously going to operate, we'll see tonight if we get head-to-head money lines. I'm curious if we get a live money line option. I don't think we're going to get spreads, but a live money line option for the championship game. But Team Isaiah is the favorite at plus 170, which has Team Worthy as the dog at plus 350. Taking a look at these rosters here, does it make sense that it seems like Team Isaiah should have no problem getting rid of Team Worthy? Now, I wasn't listening to much of what you were just talking about for a few minutes, yeah, so I right. just want to ask a quick yep. question here. Like, is there a time frame yeah. on this? Is there a points? Like, what is this? Like, how's, yeah. how's this working to me? Expl- explain it to me like I'm a child here. <sighs> Yeah, I tried to, man, but the problem is if you have the attention span of a child, it's not going to even matter. It's first to 50. Team Isaiah versus Team Worthy. Team Isaiah, Sadiq Bay, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, Desmond Bain, a couple of others, Team Worthy, Cole Anthony, Josh Giddy, Jalen Green, Tyrese Maxey, Jalen Suggs, any Don, any thoughts on Team Isaiah versus Team Worthy? 
Just say no. I don't know. Team Isaiah looks pretty good there. I mean, it looks pretty good. So I'm just going to try to spin it around here for about 30 seconds. Let me take a look at Team Worthy real quick. Yeah, he's you know, got Cole Anthony in there. Okay. I can see how it's done here. Uh, now, there are no point spreads, as you said, right? So it's just going to be straight up, or we don't know what the spreads are yet? I, I don't think we will get spreads. There's no money lines or anything like that listed yet. Maybe they will come available. They're posting now, are these as normal the rules? Market is there. like four-point shots? Like, break it down. We have normal <laughs> rules on here. You know, is there actual clock on the scoreboard? Or are these teams all playing each other at exactly the same time where it's basically 10 on 10 as a free-for-all? Because I actually, Team Isaiah, I do think, deserves to be the plus 170 as the favorite in this one. Because looking down there, you know, Bain, Sadiq Bay, Halliburton, I think they're a little bit better than the other roster listed. But if I don't know the rules I'm playing under here, K-Dub, I don't know how to make an effective choice here for the people. Yeah, that's, well... That's about the best thing you've said so far. I will yeah, say, as go. it pertains to this, though, uh, since you have right Team Isaiah, which does look to be the better of the rosters, Anthony Edwards could argue uh, to be the best player in this entire crop. Halliburton might make a similar argument there. The fact that they're going to play Team Worthy, and I like the Maxi and Suggs combination there, but at the end of the day, I'd rather pick one of Team Barry or Team Payton and take a bigger price into that game since they're going head-to-head. And you look at Team Barry right now, you got two of the best rookies, and maybe the two, probably the two best rookies in Evan Mobley and Cade Cunningham. Pair that with a couple of Rockets, Jay Sean Tate, Alperin Shangoon. All of that looks nice. I really like the Team Peyton roster. LaMelo Ball, Jonathan Kuminga, Davion Mitchell, Scotty Barnes, Iota Sunmu. And what I also like for Team Peyton, and I legitimately mean this, I like Gary Peyton as the head coach. Gary, Gary Payton has no one's going to be able to tell Gary Payton that this is for fun. Like he was coaching in the big three and getting into fights with opponent, like opposing players. He stills coaching right now. I'm taking Donnie team Payton plus 300. All they got to do is beat team Barry. And if you all of a sudden, then Donnie, it's first to 25 at three to one. I think you take your chances. I like the big plus money. Now, also, I'm going to ask you, like, a question on, let's just say, you know, how these teams get into it. Because there's four teams here. So, clearly, you know, two teams are going to play, and then you move on next. Is this maybe a spot where you want to be the team that plays in the second game and then, therefore, plays in the next game so you stay hot? Or is this one of those where maybe Great you're thinking point. you play in the first game and cool down, then have to get back after? Almost like a three-point shooting competition where you'd like to go back-to-back, -back, like, right away and not have a lot of stand-around time and rest time in this. So, I don't know if that would even play or factor it in. But do we know who's actually playing? first in this tournament as opposed to who's going to be in the second part of the tournament great point i do not know and i wonder if in a way yeah. do they make the two losing teams play each other in a meaningless consolation game as Ooh, a buffer yeah. Pro like probably not because like it means absolutely nothing but also yeah. maybe so just so everybody gets the same amount of run so that would be interesting. Mm -hmm. And again, if they do price it number on that, it would give, you know, more options there. Again, the one thing is you will not be getting yeah. any totals. The totals are set at 50 and 25. But that'll be tonight, the Rising Stars Challenge. Saturday, we begin with the Skills Challenge. Now, this format is nuts. This format is outrageous. Bear with me, people, as I try and give you a somewhat breakdown here and then explain what is maybe the craziest number in the history of all-star weekend round four rounds donnie right three teams here you have a minus 145 number on team rookies scotty barnes kate cunningham and josh giddy 
Then you have Team Cavs, plus 190. Jared Allen, Darius Garland, Evan Mobley. And then the greatest team in the history of sport, Team Antetokounmpo, Giannis, Alex in the G League, and then, of course, everybody's favorite, Thanasis, at plus 410. Here are the rules. Round one is a shooting round. I'm not going to give you the specifics. It doesn't matter. One guy will shoot. The other two rebound. Round two, passing round. All three will participate. Each of the first two rounds are worth 100 challenge points. Round three is a relay round. Passing, dribbling, shooting. It's worth 200 challenge points. And again, everybody will be participating. Here is why, Donnie, a minus 145 number on team rookies is the craziest thing I have ever seen. Round four is going to only have two teams because the two teams with the most challenge points after the last or the first three rounds will then participate in a timed half-court shot challenge quickest to hit a half-court shot wins. In what world are you laying <laughs> minus 145 on Scotty Barnes hitting a half-court shot before one of the other two teams? It is insanity. If you give me the no, I'll bet it all day long. I will be betting Team Cavs at plus 190 because I literally don't know if Team Antetokounmpo is going to finish any of the challenges because the roster is terrible. But there's no way you can lay minus 145 in this format, Donnie. No way. Yeah, it's not... Yeah, it's not like a three-point shooting contest or a free-throw shooting contest or knocking down you know, shots from the elbow. You're leaving a lot to be desired by a half-court shot because 99% of the half-court shot is pure luck. So if you're going to lay a minus 145 and you say, hey, man, did you ever see Josh Giddy knock it down from mid-court? He does it all the time. Well, maybe they practice it for like the past week, but outside of that, it is pure luck. And I don't care if you practice it for a whole year at this point. It's still pure luck. But I do get a little bit of a chuckle here. When you said like the, one of the first you know, opening things here is the Team Antetokounmpo's in a a, you know, jump shot competition. That is going to be wild. Now, here's what I need to say. Like, forget about the guys making it, but I'm telling you right now, there will never be more vicious reboundings from Thanasis on those shots that are missing. I mean, he is going to, can you picture it? Like, I'm talking tenacity, like, you know, one-handed rebound. Screen. Ah! This is going to be tremendous to watch here, Thanasis, so far tonight. That, But I like the Anthony Kupos because I want something to root for in this. But my goodness here, when you're talking a skills challenge, now, if the skill was running full speed and knocking down bowling pins, Team Anthony Kupos would absolutely roll in this competition. But that's not what we're doing here. Like, uh, here's my thing, right? For the shooting round, I know it's going to be Garland for the Cavs. It's going to be Cunningham for the rookies. Like, is Alex a sneaky sniper? Like, I like I don't think he really shoots in the G League even if he makes. Like, Danassis isn't allowed to shoot, and Giannis is terrible at it. Like, they have a rebound advantage because they've got big rebounders. Like, they're not being boxed out. Like, I don't even know if they're going to finish the relay round. It's one of the craziest things. Like, Giannis is going to get a blocking call against one of the dummies and yes. just run right into it. Like, I don't understand. Thanasis but and it's my Alex favorite are going to be fist fighting over yes. rebounds. I cannot wait for this. This is going to be tremendous. Like, Giannis is going to be here. And they're boxing each other out. Like, they don't understand the rules at all give me the Cavs plus 190 we'll get to the rest of the weekend next 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back right here on Sports Grid. Finishing up this NBA All-Star Saturday preview. Then we'll get to the game on Sunday. Then we'll get you a little pick six action uh, for the entire weekend. Dunk contest. Listen, it's an interesting group. Jalen Green's your favorite at plus 155. Obi Toppin, who competed last year, plus 220. Cole Anthony, plus 250. Juan Toscano-Anderson, plus 500. Five judges. I definitely think if you can, you'd love to know who the judges are. Because if there's any biases, they're totally fine with letting those shine through. A lot of people believe that Dwayne Wade uh, robbed Aaron Gordon of a championship so he could give it to a Miami Heat player and Derek Jones Jr. So I don't know if, you know, Cole Anthony's dad's best friends are on the, yeah, relax, are like on the dais there. You're going to want to know about some stuff like that. Like if Dominique Wilkins is out there, he's going to like shade Jalen Green. It's just like how this is all going to... No, not Dominique Wilkins. Clyde Drexler? Who am I even thinking about? Mm. I don't know. Anyway, slam dunk contest, Donnie, here. Any thoughts? I know you love the event. Yeah, what, what year are we at? 2022. I mean, I would be happy if this thing disappeared for 20 years and we actually got some real dunkers because I got to say, like Jalen Green, Obi Toppin, Cole Anthony, Juan Hernan Gomez, Toscano Anderson. Here, that's a nice plus five. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to break him down in just a few moments here. Trust me, I will break him down. But I'm saying to myself, if you put these guys in just a random, like, you know, Bobo jersey out here where you don't know what team, what number, who they play for, I don't know if people can pick these guys out, KW. Again, when I was growing up in the 80s, Michael Jordan did the dunk competition like 17 straight years versus Dominique Wilkins. And you had, you know, even into the early 2000s, it's very true here. You even had Allen Iverson six or seven years in the dunk competition. What happened to this? Like Shaquille O'Neal was in it every single year. What happened? (laughs) Once. Yeah, I mean, mean, this guy says whatever he wants, right? Donnie Donnie has a great big idea to let fans vote in who they want. And then fine anyone who declines. Like, Zion would get voted in. 
too injured to participate, and Donnie would take yes. half a season paycheck from him. Ten years. I, maybe it, maybe even a year. No, like, how much fun would it be to put LeBron up there and say, yes, LeBron in the dunk competition, and he politely declines, and then we basically ban him from playoffs for the remainder of the season. That would be too, like, you want to talk about a dunk competition. And also, no, if you get into the dunk competition and you do not win the dunk competition, G League for two years. Like, this gets real serious. Let's no. get serious. No, yeah. that's one of the worst the ideas I've ever heard in my for life. For the next two years, if he lost. You want to talk about creativity? These guys will be creativity because their career depends on it. Tremendous. Put me as yeah, commissioner. I'll we have you, the single best dunk competition of all time. I'll tell you this, right? So it'd be like LeBron, Jalen Green, Zion, yeah. and yes. I don't know, Tyrese Maxey. LeBron be about a minus 9,000. Yes. As Adam Silver say, he could miss every dunk. It's at 10. You're not going to G League for two yeah. years. See you, Tyrese oh, Maxey. I'll tell you this, though. In terms of these uh, options here, listen, I'll let Donnie handle the Juan Toscano Anderson portion of this. Jalen Green can absolutely put his neck above the rim. How much that matters in the dunk contest, we'll see. Obi Toppin participated last year. Some people thought he should have won over Anthony Simons. At the end of the day, there's one hand experience. On the other hand, relax. On the other hand, like, <laughs> maybe he used up some of his best options already. I think Cole Anthony at plus 250 is a pretty strong shout, though. He actually participated in multiple dunk contests in high school. He, know, he has a flair for the dramatic. I actually think... And it's not Nate Robinson exactly who is under six foot, but a guard like Cole Anthony who can get up as high as he can. It always impresses people there. So I think Cole Anthony at plus 250 makes sense. All right, before the All-Star game, three-point contest. Good field here to break down. You've got, I believe it's eight total guys to choose from. Patty Mills is your favorite at plus 440. Trey Young, Luke Kennard, Fred Van Vliet. Desmond Bain, Zach Levine, C.J. McCollum, plus 950. And then it closes out with Carl Anthony Towns, Donnie, at 12 to 1. Some people argue the three-point contest should be the main event. It gets buzzed, and then the dunk contest is good, and then it gets buzzed, so it kind of rotates there. Thoughts on the three-point contest? I love it. It's my favorite competition here because you, the spot-up shooters, because you can talk about, like, hey, the athletic feats of these slam dunkers. They're fantastic. But I'm always enamored by guys that can, like, clear, like, a, an entire side here. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten shots and also doing it in front of the public here where you might have to wait, what, 25 minutes before your next round? You take a look at Patty Mills, a great shooter. He probably deserves to be up there as a favorite in that realm. I like Fred Van Vliet, but also trying to look down a little bit large. Like, the guys like Luke Kennard, who has spent, like, millions of hours throughout their entire life just being a spot-up three-point shooter. Those are the longer shots that I'd like to take a look at to see if they can take it down. As we see on the FanDuel Sportsbook, a 5-1. to one. Looking more in that price range, right? Trey Young going to be a hot fan favorite here, plus 490. But the good part about this is, Kevin, there's no real favorite in this. All it takes is one of these world-class shooters to get hot. So even if you're sliding mm -hmm. it down all the way, I know you have your eyes on Carl Anthony Towns at a 12-1 to one big man shooting threes out there. Yeah, so my, my two guys that I'm going to look to bet in this market, one, as you mentioned, Luke Kennard, 5-1. to one. He's got the best three-point percentage of anybody in yep. this contest. And he's in his hometown, which is something he's talked about here. He's actually an Ohio kid. I like that angle on Luke Kennard, genuinely at 5-1. to one. And then the last one, Carl Anthony Towns, this is a ridiculous number at 12-1. to one. Fourth best three-point percentage of everybody in this tournament. 
Carl Anthony Towns legitimately is the most efficient seven-foot shooter in the history of the NBA and has better three-point percentages than almost everybody in this field. 12 to 1 is an outrageous number, and a 12 to 1 price there is phenomenal value on Carl Anthony Towns. Let's talk all-star game, Donnie. It's Team LeBron. It's Team Durant for the second year in a row. LeBron lays six. The total for this one is 320. These teams met last year. Team LeBron won 170 to 150. If you're wondering how they came up with that 320, exactly what it was last year. But it was a 20-point route for Team LeBron. Thoughts on the six-point spread and the 320 total? It's hard. Usually it's more of a coin flip for me in all-star game. So if you're going to give me six points, how many times? Like, I don't even know what the numbers closed at last year, even the years previous. But anytime I see something more like a three or four points there, I sort of drag towards yeah. the plus six in this game. The total is 320. Everybody wants to bet the over in this game, and I understand that here. You're just hoping maybe at the end of the game it tightens up a little bit more than usual. 320 is an ultra-high score. Should they get it? Yes. I'll fade the public and go with the under in this just to be a contrarian at this point. But who goes into the All-Star game legitimately, Kevin, and bets the under? I mean, it's ridiculous. Well, actually, Donnie, the thing is that rule change on the Elam ending makes things interesting because there's kind of that cap in that fourth quarter on how many points can be mm -hmm. scored there. So the first time they yeah. had it, the final score was 157 to 155. And then again, last year, it was blowout city, so 170, 150. You almost need a blowout to get towards an over because it allows for more points to be scored by the trailing team in that final quarter. That's an important thing if you really want to be able to have a chance to see this get over the listed total of 320, and it was up from 319 and a half. Here's the deal. Team LeBron... 4-0 in the history of this. They beat Team Steph by 3, Team Giannis by 12, Team Giannis by 2, and then Team Durant by 20. Here's why I would lay the, the 6 with Team LeBron. Because Team Durant shouldn't be a thing. It's, it's just, listen, he earned it. He got the most votes of any player in the East, Donnie. But here's the problem. Team LeBron, who got, who got the most votes, gets the first overall pick from the starters. But that doesn't include himself. So he right away gets to take Giannis Antetokounmpo, who's the reigning All-Star Game MVP last year, scoring 35 points. Team Durant doesn't have Durant and picks second in this. It's just basically going to skew LeBron's roster to being comfortably better. And it played out last year, a 20-point victory. They're in LeBron's, you know, hometown. I think Team LeBron is the way that I would be looking here on a six-point line. As far as the All-Star Game MVP, here's some notes for people, and then we'll run through the pick six. Giannis is your favorite at plus 380. A genuine go-hard as it pertains to the All-Star Game. 35 points last year, 16 of 16 from the field. However, there's only been two players in the history of the All-Star Game to repeat as All-Star Game MVP. Westbrook did it in 15 and 16, and then Bob Pettit did it in 58 and 59. Historically, that does not happen. LeBron in his hometown did not play really, though. In the second half last year, gets up there in age. I don't know how much LeBron will actively play, though, in this game. Let's run through the pick six here, DRS, the entire weekend. What you got? 
Yeah, we're on for the pick six here. Usually it's a football setup here but with All-Star Weekend. We're going to have some fun with this. Rising Stars Challenge. I'm taking Team Worthy at a plus 350. The reason being, I don't really know who's on the team, but it sounds good that they are worthy of a championship. So I'll take that <laughs> plus 350. The Skills Challenge. You can't go anywhere else than Team Antetokounmpo at plus 410. Shame on you if you're betting other guys against the family atmosphere of All-Star Weekend. I'm taking that at the plus mm. 410. Now, three-point contest here. Let's get serious as we like to say. Fred Van Vliet, my favorite guy all year long. I think he steps up in the big moment here and is able to knock down more three-point shots than anybody else, and I'll take that at a plus 500 number. The slam dunk contest. And let me see, what's the guy's name again? Oh, yes, I have Juan Toscano Anderson at a plus 500. And when you talk about me following kids all the way up through the AAU circuit, there was a dunk yeah, competition here in East Camden, New Jersey. He was outrageous. So I'm going to ride the wave here and continue true. to go with that. The all-star side, I'm taking Team Durant at plus six points. To be honest with you guys, I'm not actually sure who's on either team here, but I do think Team Durant is the better side here, taking the plus six. And the all-star game MVP, which is alerted to my attention. I don't know who Steph Curry plays for, but I like Steph Curry, and I think there's a very good chance he wins the MVP, regardless, Kevin, of who actually wins the game. Great breakdown? How about that? It's a great breakdown. We did once see someone, I think Russ did it, where they won the MVP on the losing yep. team. Ten Although threes. you can win and cover, right, for Steph there. Also, just it becomes uh, evident, if the market is MVP, Steph's an option. LeBron, uh, or rather Donnie, will automatically be betting Steph yes. Curry. By the way, if you actually want to take someone on Team Durant with some value, Devin Booker, 23-1. to 1, But that's not where we go. Let's run through the pick six here. Donnie actually gave me more time than usual anyway, so this will be fine. See? Rising Stars Challenge. Team Peyton, plus 300. Best coach, best player, LaMelo Ball. I like my chances to beat Team Barry. Take 3-1 to one to the final game. Skills Challenge. Team Cavs. Team Antetokounmpo is terrible. Team Rookies is an awful price, and it makes no sense. It should never be the case, and maybe it'll change after they hear this breakdown. Three-point contest. Give me the hometown kid, Luke Kennard, at 5-1. to one. Make sure you get a piece of Carl Anthony Towns, though, uh, 12-1 to one as well. Slam dunk contest. Cole Anthony, plus 250. New York kid, flair for the dramatic high school dunk competitions was tremendous as well. That Palm City Classic. I think he'll be tremendous in this atmosphere here. All-star game side. Team LeBron, minus the six. Team Durant doesn't even have Kevin Durant. They beat them by 20 last year under the same circumstances. Team Durant has not played. Either time Team Durant has been out there. It's about leaving your team hanging. Awful leadership from Kevin Durant. People wonder why James Harden now is a Philadelphia 76er. Lastly, All-Star Game MVP. I don't know if LeBron will play enough. I don't know if they're going to give it to Giannis back-to-back -back years. How about the hottest player in the NBA? Luka Doncic, Fort. 15 to 1 All-Star Game MVP. Plus, this thing should be a rout. So coming off of the bench, the Don Donnie should be able to get enough run. Yes, he should. And he should maybe get to triple. Can we bet the triple double market here for Luka Doncic in the All-Star Game? I'd be willing to do that one if we can get that market. Points, rebounds, and assists for the mm. Don in the All-Star Game. I like where Ooh. your head is at. It all begins tonight with the Rising Stars Challenge, but the early line buttons Can't up wait. here with Listen Up after this break. I cannot wait. I will be right back here on Sports Grid after this quick break. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Last segment of the day here for the early line, which is typically a football Friday, but now we transition over to college basketball and NBA action. Thanks for tuning in here on Sirius XM channel 159 right here on the grid. Down your right side, Kevin Walsh setting the table as usual from 7 to 9 a.m. before we hand it over to the morning after and Ben Stevens. Now, as I said, all-star weekend coming up here. College basketball taking center stage. Football is done. You people, listen up. All right, we're going to enjoy the festivities of All-Star Weekend in the NBA starting tonight. And then you have All-Star Challenge Saturday night. And then the All-Star Game, which is going to take place on Sunday. And then we start turning towards the playoffs in the NBA, where the games start to mean more. For myself, Philadelphia 76ers here and James Harden next Friday night versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. Can't wait. But I have to say... One of the best times of the year is just about to be upon us, people, and that is college basketball as we head towards the month of March. Boy, where did the season go, right? Starts back in November, and they play in December. They get into conference basketball play typically around the first of the year in January and then battle all the way through February heading up to March. As we take a look today, February 18th, do you know that some of the conferences out here, particularly the Horizon League, have four games left. The MAC Conference, five games left. So next weekend, they will be ending their schedules in the regular season, which the favorite time of the year in March for me, conference tournament play starts up where these kids battle for a chance to go into March Madness and play in the big dance. And also keep in mind, you get that next wave of two weeks of conference championship basketball. Then we have Selection Sunday, and off we go into March Madness. This is one of the greatest rides in sports, which usually takes you up to where? 
that first week or so of April. So as we take a look at the NFL season with a wonderful Super Bowl and everything we did out in Los Angeles, we now turn our eyes to college basketball and some of the most sensational stages you will see all the way through to the Final Four. So make sure you guys hang on here with the grid because we got you covered in college basketball all the way through. But you know he has covered next? That is Ben Stevens and the morning after over the next three hours right here on Sirius XM Channel 159. Have a great weekend. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.